2: Hey, everybody, and welcome to. Belief it. Or. Not. Norp. Norp, the show where we norp the dorp. We norp the dorp. And you gotta have. You gotta know when to hold them. You gotta know when to fold them. You gotta know when to tuck your mother into bed and give her a kiss on the forehead. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Or father or brother, whomever is still around. Damien, I got my angry face mug out today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. A uh, little peek behind the curtain. Uh, Trevor gave me a quick rundown of what's happening today, so mm, it might not be a happy one for him. Damien. I'll be happy, though.
0: Um, Damien
2: uh, knows nothing about this. No, I'm a stupid idiot baby boy. Damien is here
0: to react and has no planning in this and is just as surprised as you are, so yes. don't sue Damien. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, what are you gonna what are you gonna sue me about? Yeah. Honestly. And don't sue me, please. Don't sue. What are you gonna sue about? Yeah. You're being a piece of shit, probably. Yeah, probably. Probably.
0: Um I thought today we talk about uh how churches mm-hmm. like to cover up abuse and just church abuse in
2: general. Gotta love it. Well, no, you don't. You don't. Actually, you probably should not love it. Yeah, not love it.
0: Um <laughs> I thought I'd talk about a couple of fancy, 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 famous stories. Um, maybe I'm not as wide awake. Ridiculous. A couple years ago,
2: so in 2018, uh, do you know Bill Hybels, the author Bill Hybels, a pastor? No, there's no reason that I would know who this person is. No, I mean, listen, we do a podcast on religions, but honestly, I don't follow these people. You've never (laughs) read How to Be a Contagious Christian? Oh, fuck, maybe I should. Ugh. Like uh, COVID-wise, or yeah, how to, how to yeah. be a Christian who gives yeah, yeah. people COVID nineteen? Ignore mask mandates, have big large gatherings yeah. of people where everyone's coughing on each other. Yeah, have an old dude in the front stick his fingers in everyone's mouths. Yeah, right. That's what they yeah. do. Right. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, uh, the worst was so I was working at a restaurant like during lockdown when it was mm-hmm. only takeout, mm-hmm. and uh, this woman came in and we had we were very strict on mask stuff, and she comes in wearing a mask, and then as she's ordering, she takes her mask down. And uh, puts her fingers in her mouth and was like, Do you guys have a menu? (laughs) Wait, put her fingers in her mouth. Yeah, she just starts uh, massaging her gums. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, she pulls down her mask and then just starts massaging her gums. Why would you do this? I don't know. There was some, it was crazy. I was like, Well, no, we don't have any menus. Also, your fingers are in your mouth, so I'm not gonna serve you. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Uh, um, so Bill Hybels, who was a pastor. Everybody loved him. He was ac- accused in um, in 2018 of uh, sexual abuse, and it was somebody who worked for him, and he uh, he sexually abused her throughout the 80s, and he vehemently denied any- everything.
2: Well, of course he's going to.
0: Yeah, uh, but also resigned. Um, right. Okay. So there's footage of everybody gathering around him in prayer and telling him they believe him and sending him off for his early retirement. Um, and then a couple months later, the church comes out and said, oh, we've done a, a third-party investigation, and it's 100% true. Oh. We're sorry. And then all the elders resigned. Oh, So everybody gives him the benefit of the doubt, and then
2: it's like, no, he's... Um, yeah. I mean, the thing that's most damning is that all the elders resigned. Yeah. I mean, you could stay on and be like, hey, we were just standing by our person. We didn't know. Yeah. But to be like, okay, we, we better resign. Yeah, they <laughs> that, that shows that, uh, okay, then there's something in that third-party investigation that they're worried about. Yeah. Um, so according to Roy's report, um, a former senior leader
0: at Willow Creek Community Church and professed victim of Bill Hybels mm-hmm. uh, shared a Facebook that... Um, said um, she was accused of lying or misremembering when she reported the abuse to them. Uh, She said the two also said if they wanted to, they
2: could make it look like I was pursuing him. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, as soon as you say something like that, like that's a quote that immediately makes you sound like the abuser. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And
0: uh, this is what they do all the time. They try to shame somebody into... Um, backing down or you let them know that this is gonna look bad
2: on you It's gonna look worse on you than it is on him and oh, uh, well, yeah, that's how they do it, right? Yeah, they use they use the benefit of the larger Community and the base and the power that they have there's like well, you're gonna look terrible. Yeah, and we'll be fine because we have support Yep, that's exactly what it is. And um, Yeah just
0: uh, another famous one recently, and that, this one's very recent, Mike Bickle. I've heard this one,
2: but yeah. actually, I have heard Mike Bickle.
0: We we did an episode about the International House of Prayer, mm. um, so IHOPKC yes. is his okay. church. He's also the guy in the intro of the podcast that says the Harlot little, of little Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. Mm.
2: Sounds and, like he's received the Antichrist a little bit here. A little bit. Uh, do you know who he's talking about in that clip? No. No. Oprah Winfrey, really? Yeah, he said wow. that she's the Harlot of Babylon. I did not think that we would agree on this, but <laughs> yeah. here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so he's received some accusations recently, um, and uh, but the church is like, no. At first, they're like, okay, well, we're going to look into this. This is great. Mm-hmm. Um, not great, but like, where we believe people, we want to look into this, and um, but. Mike Bickle wouldn't meet with them. They said, you know, the policy of a lot of churches is that if you have a problem with someone, you meet with them. You don't start. You don't
2: spread things elsewhere. You can have another person with you, but that's, I that's such like abusive, yeah. non like supportive behavior, and I we see it so many times in these things. Yeah. Like you need to discuss it with this individual. I'm like. You, you, if if you if you disagree about a parking space, maybe yeah, or exactly. or someone didn't bring uh, a brown Betty to the potluck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but sexual assault, you should not. No, 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 no. no, no. You should not no. be forced to sit down with your abuser. No.
0: Yeah. And uh, so, but these people tried to. They're like, okay, well, that's the standard. So, okay, we'll meet with him and other people, Fuck but he would off. not meet with them. So, how do you make a rule that you can't accuse somebody without them being there, but then they refuse to be there? Like, it's so
2: stupid. Um, But, uh, and then... Well, my thing is, too, is just, like, why are you going to the church? Go to the fucking police with this guy. Yeah. Um, But the
0: issue is, too, though, but if you go to the church, then you can at least... If the church is working with you, then they can help you protect other victims and stuff like that. And sometimes there's statute of limitations. Yeah, but movies. are they
2: going to do that? Yeah, or are no, they no. going to protect the, the abusers? They and then protect the abuser. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand. They're like, oh, well, they'll help other victims. They won't. Yeah, they never do. I mean, not like... The police are going to either. No, but, yeah, exactly. I mean, as soon as I say it, I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Um, Maybe they should just go talk to the person individually and then
0: break his legs. Break his legs. We don't, <laughs> don't we here at Believe It or Not do not, do not recommend do violence that. in any way. No. Um. So, and then in the, ser- the following sermon, he did this sermon on Revelations 12.10, and he said that Satan's most effective weapon in the end times is accusation. They're an end times cult church, um, is accusation, whispered uh, innuendos into hostile accusations that destroy lives and relationships. What a great way to try and
2: cover yourself from all the bad things that yep. you do.
0: Oh, yeah. They do that. Yeah, exactly. They do that all the time. It's uh. Anytime, don't, you, yeah.
2: don't you think Satan's most effective weapon would be uh, all the sexual assault and abuse and rape and murder that you people are doing? Yeah. Don't you think that's a better weapon than an accusation? Exactly. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah come on
0: yeah it said uh, the church is approaching the most glorious and challenging hour in the history with the dragon black horse breathing on many uh to accuse and betray each other um yeah it's
2: with the dragon uh it's from revelations oh uh, okay. yeah wait so is it a black horse or a dragon i guess both Wait, so were the people in the Bible, they saw a black horse, and like, it's a dragon. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. And
0: then they did. Um, they said they don't need to do a third-party investigation. Oh, they yeah. They can do it themselves. No, that's okay. We got this. Yeah, they got it. They we did it. We
2: investigated ourselves, and we found nothing wrong.
0: That's exactly what they said.
2: Hey, well, um, TPS does it all the time, so here we are. That's true.
0: We are firmly convinced that no charge should be made against an elder except in case of two or three witnesses. The fact that around twenty witnesses have come forward with firsthand experience of impropriety uh, was why we could no longer remain silent. Yeah, of
2: course. So yeah, two or three witnesses. Two. So they. Wait. So two or three witnesses, but then twenty people came two, forward. But they're separate cases. Oh. You need two or three witnesses about each case. What? Yeah,
0: because it's not credible unless two or three people saw you do the the crime.
2: Okay, so you only have like one or two people for each case, but you have 20 people from separate cases coming forward. Yeah. Don't you think you should be looking at this very apparent pattern of abuse? Yeah. Or pattern of uh, questionable behavior, whether or not it's abuse or not. I think you would be like, hmm, something's going on here. Maybe we need to like pump the brakes on this guy a little. Yeah, bit, you know, yeah, exactly. at the very least, t- take him out of a position of power. Yeah, at the very
0: least. Exactly. Yeah, and actually, you yeah, got to go back a bit about the police thing. Is a lot of times when it's a more of a matter of abuse of power than it is mm-hmm. like actual like provable assault. Mm-hmm. There's less that they can do. Yeah, but um,
2: cause fuck the police. But um, <laughs> <laughs> tangent. Did you see that story recently about that old lady who? Uh, they called the police, uh, and then they basically she said that he was gonna, this guy's gonna kill me, and then the cops thought that they were joking, and then they said, oh, we really like your gun collection, and then they left, and then he killed her like three hours later. Yeah, and then I think he was the one who called the police. Yeah, because he's just like, she's not safe here. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? Even if you think they're joking, what are you doing? Yeah. (sighs)
0: Sorry. No. This is ah. Um yeah. So yeah, they they denied everything, but yeah. Um we've talked about Brian Houston before. Mm. Um he's stepped down. So, he had his trial this year about covering up his father's abuse because he knew about that his father was abusing children. And he did nothing about it, um, but then the police, or then he was, like, charged, but then he was found innocent, not guilty, this year. Um, we should preface innocent
2: and not guilty are two different yeah. things. Yeah, they are.
0: Yeah, he was found not guilty this year. And what the judge said, I'm not satisfied beyond a reasonable doubt that, it's, uh, that in not reporting to police, the accused did not take the victim's uh, wishes into account. Therefore, I am not satisfied beyond a reasonable doubt that the
2: accused did not have a reasonable excuse. It's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. By not reporting to the police, did not take the victim's wishes into account. So is that implying that the victim wanted to be abused? Or at least didn't want the police to know about it? Well, of course the victims might not want the police to know about it. They feel cornered and trapped, and they're yeah. being abused. A lot of times
0: abusers will mm-hmm. um, threaten family members mm-hmm. or threaten to hurt you if you go. I'll ruin your forward. life if you go to the
2: police. Yeah. I'll kill your family if you go to the police. Yeah. I'll ostracize your family if you go to the police. I'll ruin yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, like it's not, it's not unreasonable to think that that's what's happening. No, not at all. And... Um,
0: but, uh, and then recently, more recently, he's been appro- uh, uh, accused himself of um, sexual abuse and um, hmm. sexual misconduct, well, more so than abuse. But... Shit apple doesn't fall far from the shit tree. Exactly. Uh, he, uh, he resigned after that. Um, he's resigned a few times in his career, but he resigned after that. Um, they blame it all on sleeping pills. Let's see. He had too much anti-anxiety medication
2: uh, and mixed with alcohol for one. And then the other one was sleeping pills. Okay, so they do realize that substance abuse is not an excuse for your behavior. No. (laughs) It might be an explanation for why some things might happen. Maybe. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying it might it might color why things are happening. But that does not remove responsibility exactly. from your actions. You're still the person who wanted to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And you still did it. And you still did it, yeah. If you kill someone when you're drunk driving, you still killed somebody. Yeah. And yeah. you are still liable for that. Exactly. It's not like, oh, I was drunk, so I didn't mean to kill them. It's like, yeah, yeah we know. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: and there's been some, yeah, a lot more, I don't know, recent abuse things. Um, I'm... I want to move into our main story today. Mm. It's this person named Quincy who I've been chatting with on TikTok and just a, a wonderful person. And then, uh, but I did make a transcript of it as well. So we can kind of go through and talk about some of the... Is
2: this an interview that you did?
0: No, this is, uh, Quincy posted this on her TikTok. Oh, okay. And uh, this is, so what happened was the new uh, the new evangelicals, um, great TikTok to follow, Um, They do some cool stuff, but they reposted this video, um, Mm -hmm. so that's how I discovered it, and then I watched it. Not in one sitting. I rage quit a couple times, but yep. I did end up watching the whole video. Um, it's uh, very frustrating to watch mm. um, because it's, it's Quincy's story, and it's, um, yeah, it's a tough one to, to get through. I'm just going to see if this is it here.
1: Earlier this year, I was working for the professor, Grayson Boucher, and his cousin, Zach Nageli. Zach used his position of power to sexually, physically, and emotionally abuse me. I reported this to Grayson, Zach did not face any real consequences, and Grayson still continues to work with him and promote him to his millions of followers. He just brought him on his most recent Australian tour. I did not receive an apology from Zach or any resources to heal from the trauma. Both Grayson and Zach just blocked me on everything, I assume hoping all this would just go away. If you've seen Zach's social media presence, his thing is, he was an abusive meth addict for over 10 years, but then he found God and completely changed his ways. He's going on a mission trip to Nepal at the end of next month, and Fearless LA Church knows about what he did to me and is still enabling and supporting this abusive man to go. On March 6th, I started working for them full-time as a video editor slash production assistant and getting paid less than minimum wage. I was just so excited for the opportunity to work with a big creator and thought it would lead to greater opportunities, but instead I'm left with trauma and thousands in medical and therapy bills. Most days it was just me and Zach in the office, layer 12, but it was a shared space with Fearless LA, so often the pastors, David and Sarah Turner, their toddler, and other members from the church would be around. A few weeks into working for them, Zach started to constantly flirt with me, would say suggestive things, and would get me more opportunities to participate at the shoots. This was my first time receiving this amount of attention, so I did develop a crush on him, even though I thought he was weird because he was my boss. It seemed like he was trying to sleep with me, but at the same time would lecture me about how bad premarital sex, drinking, and drugs were, even though I wasn't partaking in any of those activities during that time. He invited me to go to fearless church services with him and Grayson twice. Grayson told me they had issues finding good employees and never kept people around for more than a few months, which I was fearful of happening to me. So of course I went to the services and I would do everything I could to impress them. At the service on April 16th, Zach sat extremely close to me and kept rubbing up against me. On April 21st, he asked me out for drinks. We went to a bar and after went back to his place. There, he told me about being physically abusive in past relationships and showed me his cat's cast from the time he got so upset that he threw his cat across the room and broke his leg. That night, I found out he was still using drugs and heavily drinking. I was terrified of him but also attached to him and scared of losing my job. We slept together for the first time that night, which I did consent to. After it became an extremely hostile workplace, he was always drunk and high both in and out of the office. I would go over to his place where we would drink, smoke, and sleep together. I wasn't being forced to go, but he was extremely manipulative, and again, he was my boss. He would choke me and bite me until I was left with bruises. He told me he wished he could bite off my flesh. It seemed like he would only be nice to me if something sexual was occurring. He once gave me the wrong info, so I missed the shoot. When he called me up into the conference room, I didn't know if he was going to tell me that I fucked up an edit or if he was going to grope me, take out his penis, and masturbate in front of me while repeatedly asking me to perform oral sex on him until I said yes, even though I told him how uncomfortable I was. There were security cameras that I was scared would record us, and he told me it was fine. He had already checked the cameras before because he would masturbate in there while thinking about me. To this day, I still don't know if I was recorded. I would respond in his advances in the way I thought he wanted so he would be nice to me and not tell Grayson that I was messing up. If I didn't greet him in a way acceptable to him, he would tell me that I had an attitude, was being immature, and say things like, you don't respect me like you respect Grayson. Zach would often use slurs and make homophobic, racist, and transphobic remarks. He told me if I acted on my attraction towards women that it was the same as in the eyes of god yet he would sexualize my platonic relationships with other women to get me to stay silent he would say things like you know you were just handed this job don't fuck it up and if you tell anyone you'll just get fired i'm too valuable and that i shouldn't do that because he genuinely cared about my career on may 8th i finally gave in to having intercourse with him in the office this was the only time i did drugs in the office so i would be less uncomfortable with the situation After this, he self-admittedly started being even more hostile to create distance between us because he decided he no longer wanted to sleep with me. On May 16th, he told me that we could sleep together one last time. We did, and he told me if I told anyone what he had done, I'll come for you, whoever you're with, and I'll kill your dog. On May 20th, I finally reported the abuse to Grayson. He told me Zach was let go. I was given some unpaid days off, was not offered any help to pay for my therapy, and once I came back to work I was given a lot of Zach's old responsibilities with no raise. The first video I was given to edit was one where I had to listen to my abuser's voice over and over and subtitle everything he said. Grayson would constantly talk to me about Zach when it was almost never necessary to the work we were doing. Zach was getting really good at editing (laughs) Ha ha. sorry, In an attempt to comfort me, he told me that when Zach was arrested, it was because he just barely pushed a woman off his arm and flipped a table, which made me feel like my concern over the threats made against me was being minimized. He would say things like, this is a good lesson. Guys are horny. It's just a little worse because he's a drug addict and I used to be a player too. I told Grayson I would appreciate him not bringing up Zach so much because it was triggering my PTSD. He acknowledged my request but continued to speak about Zach just as frequently. So on June 13th, I quit.
0: Kind of a lot to unpack there, but you know, sorry you feel wronged.
1: I sent him these two texts that he ignored and then he later blocked me. The only time he's interacted with me since then was when he declined my memo request to help me pay for therapy. I told Grayson's girlfriend that Zach was a bad person and she told me she already knew that because last year another woman from the church dated him and he was abusive towards her as well. Grayson and the church pastors all knew about this. Grayson told me I would have never hired anyone I found attractive or I thought Zach would find attractive. I believe that leaving your female employee alone with a man in charge of her who has a long history of abusing women is negligent and naive regardless of her appearance. He was on meth and abusive towards women for over 10 years. Grayson brought him out to LA. Zach never went to rehab and just because he attends church, I guess everyone thinks he's fine. Pastor Sarah Turner offered to meet with me once a week to help heal from the trauma. She only met with me once and it was just her trying to do damage control for the church. She assured me they were not protecting Zach, which is untrue. I brought up my concern for other women and the woman in Nepal to both pastors, David and Sarah Turner. I was told it was not my responsibility and that I should only focus on my healing and relationship with God, that I needed to forgive him and move on. I told David I wanted to at least tell the woman at the church what happened to me so that they could be cautious around him. And he said, I don't think sharing your story would be helpful for anyone. I told him I wanted Zach to be held accountable for his actions, and he said he's being held accountable to God. A man in his 30s who never apologized, to my knowledge, never acknowledged what he did was wrong, and blocked me on everything. I'm sure he feels terrible and will never do it again. I told David I did not feel safe attending the church, and they prioritized Zach over me. No one deserves pastoring more than the other, and that if I felt unsafe, I could watch the service online. Sarah sent me this text that they couldn't tell either of us not to come to the church and that I needed to stop constantly blaming them for what happened, which I never once did. I just felt like they were sweeping it under the rug and I wanted to protect other people from getting hurt from this abusive man. And they were protecting him. I told another woman from the church about how upset I was with how the church was handling the situation and she told me she had a similar experience with another man from the church's worship team and they treated her situation the same as mine. She told me that she didn't feel safe at the church for a long time and was angry at the pastors and the church. She told me if I wanted something done about it to go to the police, since that's what she had to do. The pastors and this woman verbatim would tell me the same things to try to silence me. I assume she was just repeating what was told to her to silence her about her abuse as well. Allegedly, the church has done things like this before. There's a whole support group page for other people who have also allegedly survived abuse from this church. Grayson's girlfriend told me I needed to take accountability for letting the abuse get as bad as it did. It was so hard for me to finally report him because I feared that Grayson and the church would take the abuse lightly and be on Zach's side. And look, I've been ostracized and Zach is still a prominent member of the church and they fully support that man going on that Nepal trip and I'm sure all of his future mission trips. Zach told me he liked how innocent I was and that my heart was pure because I'd never dated anyone before. What do you think he'll think of the women in those villages and do to them? I've reached out to others involved in this Nepal trip about my concerns and they ignored and blocked me. It's not surprising at all knowing they are all connected to Fearless. This organization, Respect the Corners, is involved in this trip and they were the only ones to respond and they said they would look further into the situation so we'll see what happens. I, I hope Zach goes to rehab and gets the help that he needs and that these people, I'm, i don't—I like this church is evil and I know that more things are gonna come out about them because they're sick, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, so that's a lot. Um, okay, wow. Right at the end she said um, how she contacted the missions organization mm-hmm. and uh, they haven't responded yet. They have responded since okay. since then. Okay, so this is from the missions organization. That's, I think he's actually on the trip right now as we speak. Oh, great. Um, we received your emails. We have looked further into it, and as we said – as we said we would, we are sorry for the hurt and pain you've experienced as part of that relationship. Uh, we believe God is re- is a redeeming God and will redeem everything the enemy meant for bad, and he will turn it to good for you and for Zach. Uh, we believe redemption is for every person as Jesus died for us all. Uh, we'd like to provide you with this resource if you'd like to pursue further healing in your situation. There's an organization called Rain. It's a safe place for... um, Yeah, um, but there's still... As far as our decision being made about Zach, we won't be sharing the details furthermore.
2: So they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Yeah. I love this whole... This is something that always kind of pisses me off about these things, where it's just like, you just need to forgive and move on. Yeah. You need to forgive and move on, forgive and move on. Yet... The whole thing about Christianity that pisses me off is that like, well God won't forgive you. Yeah. He's not going to forgive you? No. If you know if you do something bad, you're going to go to hell. Exactly. That's Unless it. you say the magic words. Oh, but why doesn't he just forgive and move on? Yeah. Just forget about it, right? Yeah, exactly. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like I don't I don't understand that. So, so if someone does a whole bunch of horrible things to you, you just have to be like, "Oh, it's okay. I'm moving on." Yeah. But, if you do like one thing that the church sees as bad, yeah, like I don't know, premarital sex, yeah, and you don't apologize for it or something like that, I don't know, whatever, you're just gonna spend an eternity in hellfire, like what yeah. the fuck, like what the fuck, yeah, but this like justification for abuse, it's this it's them not taking any responsibility for it, more often than not, it just makes it seem like they know about the abuse and they just don't care, yeah. And then this guy was arrested and then he still worked there as he well? Still, this, he worked there afterwards. So he got arrested and then he was still working there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, so this cool. is like, he worked there years later, but yeah, he yeah. had a
0: record. So, um, yeah, so obviously I'm going to put clips in from the thing so you guys kind of know the situation. But um, what happened was, so after I watched this video on, on TikTok, I was, mm-hmm. I was upset. Um, so the first thing I did was I called the church um, just for a comment, yeah. the only thing the church has for, as far as a phone number you can call, they do have like email forms you can fill out, but the mm-hmm. only phone number they have is to call to book the pastor for paid gigs. That's the only available number. That's the only contact. Yeah. Have. Which I didn't realize at first because I just Googled it and it was the first phone number right, that came right. up. So I didn't like call that number on purpose for that. And then it was like afterwards that I realized on the website, that's what it says. It's only for booking. But I left a voicemail. They did call me back. Um, so when they called me back, um, I asked for, uh, I was like, yeah, what's, what's happening here? And the first thing they said is, Grayson Boucher, uh, the, pro- the professor, does not work for us. He rents the building next to us. Like, he rents property from us, which is true. So okay. um, the professor doesn't work for the church. Zach never worked for the church. It's, it's true. That doesn't mean that they don't have a big association with each other. Right. And they don't work together all the time and share facilities. Mm -hmm. Which, okay, yeah, so he doesn't work for you. So I said, um, so does that mean you're going to stop working with him going forward? forward? And she was flustered. And uh, she said, no, like, um, what do you mean by that? And I was like, well, I just, you know, if you Google the professor and your church name, then you get um, a lot of stuff of you working together. If you look at his YouTube mm-hmm. stuff, you can see your church facilities used a lot. Yeah. Um, so there's obviously a, a connection there. Are you going to keep working with them? And she just stopped and said, "That's not why I'm calling. I'm just calling to let you know that uh, we do not give you permission to talk about us on your podcast."
2: that's fine you don't i don't need your permission yeah and
0: i said oh well like i was very polite about it like i didn't yell at her she was just the messenger maybe but like i just said well it's a news story like yeah, i'm you, not breaking this story whether it's a news story or yeah. not
2: you don't need i don't need your fucking permission to talk about you on yeah podcast you can talk about whatever you want y- you mean these are probably the same people who are gonna decry freedom of speech yeah right yeah it's not it's not it's not illegal to talk about something yeah and especially like a news story exactly and it's like
0: these are accusations and we mm-hmm. know that you know um not guilty until right whatever mm-hmm. but it's still like this is something that's newsworthy
2: for something sure. to talk about well the big thing you're saying too is just like whether or not they worked for them the association is there and the perception is that they work together yeah the the public perception is that they are very closely tied, yeah. that they work in tandem with each other. Yeah. You're using their resources. Like these things are, whether you are working or not, there, there, is, a, there is a connection there.
0: Yeah. And, um, and, and like she said in the video, mm-hmm. the pastor talked about this mission trip that is right. promoting this abuser. Uh, and he promoted this and called them brave men.
2: Right. Um, you know, these brave colonizing men. Well, that's a whole other thing. Mission yeah. trips, I think are just the, the worst as oh, yeah. well. so yeah.
0: And, um, so, and then, so I thought that was that. And, uh, we were going to, you know, we'll talk about it. And then I got a cease and desist letter okay. in the mail. Oh, so basically okay. these are accusations. Mm. We
2: don't know for sure. Where? Nothing
0: has been proved, but, there is a
2: correlation. Right. I mean, even if you're just looking, if you don't think, like, necessarily anything happened for whatever reason or whatever, the way that everything is seems to have been handled and yeah. the way that people are, the discourse around it is so awful. Yeah. That and that's,
0: yeah. The yeah. thing is, too, what really pisses me off is... They're like, oh, yeah, we'll give you counseling. And then the only counseling was one time telling Mm -hmm. her to shut up,
2: basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, go to our church group and they'll help you counsel. Yeah. Like, that's not counseling. No. That's not helpful. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, Dear Trevor
0: Pullman, I'm writing you on behalf of this church, um, represented by blank insurance company it has come to our attention that we are you are considering using our church's name without authorization in your podcast episode <laughs> we take this matter seriously as it constitutes an unauthorized and defamatory use of a church's na- of our church's name which could be considered slanderous under the law. We hereby demand that you immediately cease and desist from using fearless international. Oh, I just said the name whoops in any of our, po- any of your podcast episodes, promotional material, or any other form of communication. You are not authorized to associate our church's name with your content and content in any way. Failure to comply with this demand will result in legal action to protect our rights. Using our church's name without permission, not only constitutes slander, but also mis- Misleads the public and can cause irreparable harm to our church's reputation and the trust we have built within our community over the years. Well, fucking good. I'm sorry. But, Mm. like, if you're covering up for abuse, multiple, if there's a Facebook group of people who have been abused by your church and your concern is that you won't be able to get other people into your church, that, in my opinion, are possibly able to get abused by you, then I'm glad that I can stop people from getting abused by your church. Mm. Allegedly. Um, We expect you to respect our rights and refrain from any unauthorized use of our church's name. And if this request is not complied with, we will have no choice but to pursue legal action against you, seeking damages and injunctive relief to prevent further unauthorized use of our church's name. Yeah, we hope this just, uh, does not come to that, and we urge you to act responsibly and cease using our church's name in any upcoming content. And then they, it's its one of the pastors at the church that wrote this letter. Uh, it's not from a lawyer or anything, but...
2: I mean, this goes back like this, again, like we were talking earlier, this, to me, as an outsider, yeah, feels like they're trying to uh, scare you into not saying something yeah. to cover up abuse. Yeah. Whether or not that's what this is, I don't know. Yeah. But that's what this seems like. Yeah. In context of everything that's happening, the way that they're doing it and the way that they're jumping on any mention of it. Yeah. Seems like they're trying to cover up some shit that they've been doing. It does seem like that, yeah. Seems like it. Yeah. You think if you if nothing was happening and there wasn't anything going on, you you would think they would maybe wanna, you know, speak with you about it. Yeah or, you know, speak with the victims about it or speak with the people who feel abused by this yeah. and actually try and do something rather than just hole up and say if you talk about us at all we'll sue you. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and that's like, what it seems
2: like to me. But I I don't I don't know. Yeah.
0: I bet yeah, I'm not going to bet anything I won't get. I won't make guesses. Um, but um Quincy also got a season distress letter from her abuser. Mm. What's really frustrating about this is that um, he was never over at her house. Okay. Um, He had no reason to know her mailing address, but this was mailed to her.
2: Well, I'm sure through the church he could have got that, right? Or through the professor's company, yeah. Yeah, 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 because, like, I mean, she was a paid employee, so they would have had access to that. So I understand where that comes from.
0: Yeah, but he should never have... I mean, maybe he didn't send it personally, but... Yeah, Uh, this letter serves as notice to you immediately cease and desist all harassing activities against Mm -hmm. and towards me, including but not limited to from September 1st, 2023 to current day. Um, Quincy is uh, continually sending emails and messages through social media to all of my business contacts and close friends claiming that I sexually and physically abused her during our consented sexual relationship in April of 2023. And then he goes on to share screenshots... um, Edited screenshots, basically without context. So yeah, there's a a long text conversation. I could read it all, but I really want to just read the response. Um, so this is, and this is from somebody. This is from somebody else who has been abused at the church. So I don't want to um, drag their name through. But it seems like they've also been um, manipulated by the church. Or by somebody, maybe not the church, maybe by somebody else, but manipulated nonetheless. Or just, they really believe this, I don't know. Um but basically they're defending these pastors these are people whom i love deeply and have known for many years i know their character and i know how much they were there for me through so many things which is great Uh, what i learned through my situation was how to take responsibility for my part of it not taking blame but taking responsibility at some point in order to heal and make sure something like this doesn't happen again you're going to have to take responsibility and stop blaming everyone zach is a crappy person no one is denying that but there are crappy people everywhere. And if we spent all our time and energy trying to punish them, not only would we hurt ourselves in the process, but we wouldn't uh, exude the character of Jesus. We are called to forgive those who hurt us. I've forgiven the guy who hurt me. Even the girl who dated Zach forgave him and continues to this day going to the same church, despite him being there. Uh, Forgiveness may feel like he's getting away with it, but he's not. He will be held accountable, but it's
2: too much uh, on to try and do this. Um, Yeah. All right. I hate that. Again, it's back to this whole forgiveness shit. Yeah. You don't have to forgive anybody. Yeah. No, you You never have to. You never do. You never have to. It's not a virtue to forgive somebody like they claim it to be. And again, this comes back all this, forgiveness talk is doing is enabling abusers it, that's all, that's it, is. all yeah. it is I had a very similar experience happen to a family member um,
0: I've talked about it before on the podcast but a family member went to the church because this guy started volunteering at the youth mm-hmm. group but he used to be the youth pastor at another church and he molested boys right. at this other church and so they told the pastor and the pastor like oh my gosh I don't know what to do okay thank you for telling me we're gonna we're gonna take care of this we're gonna make sure he doesn't uh, work with kids and then two days later the pastor calls and says, You know what? I've been reading The Purpose Driven Life and it talks about forgiving people and I realized that if I were to just jump on this accusation bandwagon, then that doesn't um that's not a forgiving spirit and, and like on and on about how much we have to forgive them.
2: Meanwhile, yeah, he can still help out with the youth group. Is it an accusation? wait, but how can you forgive them if you think it's an accusation bandwagon? Yeah. Are you forgiving him for something that he didn't do, or are you forgiving him for something that he did do? Exactly, like it's yeah. Like what? And it's, what are you talking about? And um, but my thing too, it's like you have to do this. You have to move on. It's more. It's more pressure on you if you yeah. don't forgive them. And you know they're gonna keep doing. They're not gonna keep. Th- well, if you don't do something about it, they're gonna keep doing it. Yeah, forgiving them isn't gonna stop that. Yeah, exactly. And also. Again, it's this shit, like, Oh well God will take care of it. And it's like, Willie? Yeah, will Because I don't know. think he will. No. Nope. <laughs> and even if he did, it's like, so we're just gonna let it keep happening? Yeah. It's just like, oh, uh they you know, they messed something up at the factory and all the all the you know, soda is poisoned. It's like, oh that's fine, God'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, well why don't we figure why it out? Why don't we do now? Something? Yeah. So a bunch of people don't die or get, you know, hurt. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, it's fine. Just forgive them for making a mistake and move on. You're like, What? Yeah. What are you
0: talking about? Yeah, it's like, because there's also like that burden. Like, If you don't say anything, if I were to just keep silent, not only is it going to eat me away, mm-hmm. eat, eat away at me, but I'm going to start worrying about who else is this guy hurting out there. Mm-hmm. And if I don't say anything, if I don't at least try, is that partially on me? And it's not. Like, It's not your fault. But that burden is going to be there too.
2: But was Jesus really about like getting abused and then saying um, you're forgiven to everybody? Was he really about that? There's one Bible passage where Jesus
0: said, um, if anyone causes uh, one of these young ones to sin, then it's better to have a millstone put around his neck um, and like thrown in the water or something, but um, then, or millstone crush his neck maybe, Mm -hmm. uh, then to, uh, yeah. So he had one line. Yeah, he he was all about vengeance against,
2: yeah. Yeah, that's what I, like, didn't he do, like, a bunch of other shit, too? Like, didn't he get mad and, like, break a bunch of shit or flip yeah. a table or something like that, yeah. too? So, like, what? Yeah, exactly. Also, I'm glad they acknowledged that Jesus is a character. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and their favorite storybook. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's, um, so, they, it, oops. What a what a great way to, uh, you know, acknowledge somebody's Trauma yeah by denying it and saying telling them to move on and forget about it. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like the guy who um, Tried to molest people in my um, or Tried to sexually assault people in my youth group when I was a teenager. He was um, In his 20s, mm-hmm. but he was really immature for his age, so they let him join the youth group And it's like yeah, that's an act to get close to the kids and so he would have sleepovers with kids and stuff. Yeah. And and then I I Google him regularly. So he's blocked me on all social media. But um, just to make sure, because he just would move from church to church. And that was his MO. So I would contact the church. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that guy's going to sue me now, too. But, uh, yeah. So he's still, like, there's social media of, of um, Zach still being promoted by by the professor who has millions of followers and is a sports guy and a Christian sports athlete, man. Um, And he's still regularly promoting him on his tours. And yeah, the first thing she wanted was just them to pay for her therapy. right? (laughs) And nobody would do anything and nobody would help. And again, the only therapy she got was one session where they told her to
2: drop it basically. Mm -hmm. Well, was that really therapy or was that? the church's own it's damage control Yeah, and it's like
0: again the church didn't do the abuse I want to be clear I know that the church did not do this abuse but I'm just saying you have such a big influence Mm -hmm. why are you putting more effort into silencing people Mm -hmm. than you are into making sure that nobody else is getting hurt. Right. And that's what bothers me the most. I almost dropped it. I almost didn't say anything after I got this letter, but it's like it just shows it just shows how much
2: yeah, they care way more about the reputation than the people that are getting hurt. Which is insane because wouldn't you think if you took these accusations seriously if you took the connections that you had seriously and did something positive about it because i mean you you not allowing these people to to use your facilities anymore and trying to like cut the social ties with them that i mean if 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 they're innocent or whatever they're going to find places that people who work with them it's not you're not you're not like you're not doing anything bad. If anything, it's showing that you're taking a progressive attitude towards yeah. accusations of abuse. Don't you think that's going to look better on you Yeah, as a, as an organization? Because you're actually, you know, trying to help victims and yeah. trying to believe people who are having traumatic experiences with people that you associate with. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I know someone who I found out was a total piece of shit, I'm, yeah, I'm not talking. I'm not having any associations yeah, with them exactly. anymore. I don't I, work with them.
0: I've unfriended somebody who I once considered my best friend because of an abuse accusation. It wasn't easy. Don't get me wrong. Like it was a tough thing to do, For but sure. I had
2: to have that talk with them and be like, "I believe this person who's accusing you." But even just like from the standpoint of, it's just business. Yeah, because you're. Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, whether churches are not, you know they want to say they are or not, they're they're businesses. Yeah. Like, that's what you are. You're a business. Yeah. It's true. Don't you think it's bad for business to, you know, keep association with things like that? Yeah. I'm just confused by that.
0: So I want to make this challenge um, to the Fearless Church before we thank our patrons. Mm. Um, what I What I would love for you to do is whatever money you were going to use to hire a lawyer to sue me or to sue Quincy or to sue anybody else. If you make a public statement saying that you're donating that money to a woman's abuse shelter or putting that money towards something that is actually going to help victims, that's how you're going to change your reputation. And that's how you're going to make sure people know that you're, you actually care instead of litigation, make a public statement that says, I believe women and i'm going to help women who are suffering
2: under abuse or have suffered under abuse or anyone suffering under abuse yeah like yeah but yeah yeah
0: so i'm also in a different country so i don't know how that works Mm. um should we thank our patrons
2: yeah yeah (laughs) Oh my god wow thank you so much oh thank
0: you oh thank you thank you so much hey everybody and welcome to our bible study thank
2: you so much for coming today uh as you know the most important book that we need to study the bible is uh what we're going to be looking at today and uh, no other books because other books uh suck are, they, Are they on the number one bestseller list like the Bible is? I don't think so.
0: I don't think any other book has ever been on the bestseller list, if I'm going to be completely honest with you.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, wow. wow. Except maybe The Da Vinci Code. Oh, that's true. And um, what's
0: that one? The Shack. Which is evil. Like Shack's biography? Yeah. Yeah. Shack's biography. Is
2: that, yeah. is that what you meant?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. The shack, All right? Um, the shack. I'm surprised
2: that I'm surprised Shack hasn't um, started working with uh, Shake Shack. Oh you know? yeah, that'd be good.
0: I'll, I'll write him a letter. Okay,
2: yeah. Enough of the Papa Johns.
0: Yeah, um, but let's let's um, pray for some people. Do you have any? Yes. Uh, Oh, no, I'll, I'll do some prayer requests I have a <laughs> a, a huge prayer
2: request for hmm. me so oh yes and we're praying so hard right now
0: we're praying till the world yes. till the
2: cows come home
0: till the cows come home and for scrampy Witch.
2: the cows coming home is uh uh, uh the rapture by the that's way that's
0: right that's right amen <laughs> And amen. Uh, amen. <laughs> and so we got Mira and Scrampy and Tiffany, and I just want to lift them mm. up to you, my Lord. And oh, sa- yeah,
2: lift them right up. And I have a very special request today mm-hmm. for our good friend Grace. And by the grace of God, God's grace, I just want to say, listen, Grace, you're out there, you're doing the Lord's work day after day, week mm-hmm. after week but you're doing so much of it. He ain't got nothing to do now. He's bored. He's sitting yeah. on his cloud. He's, you know, uh, drinking milkshakes. And he's just like, he's getting rusty. Okay. Yeah. You got to stop doing too much good stuff because, you know, he's going to get rusty. And then when the time yeah. comes where he has to punish some sinners or something, what, what's he going to do? Exactly. You know? So exactly. thank you, grace for your grace and gracing us with your grace. grace.
0: And, and I have a huge prayer request for Lauren. Uh, mm. Lauren has been um, preaching mm. the good word of the Lord. Lauren and the Preach Lord. It. And um, it's Look. been great. Um, yeah. Saving souls for the Lord. Oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, Lauren. But it's just going to, to Lauren's head. And mm. um, just like, oh, yeah, you're saving these souls, but it's not about you. It's yeah. about the Lored, not the Lauren.
2: So That's true. So we just get, lift uh Lauren up. Lift her up to uh get rid of that savior complex and mm. remember that uh, saving's not everything.
0: Exactly. Unless it's saving mm-hmm. uh with our sponsors Ooh. code uh <laughs> I got, there's no code. Lord at checkout. <laughs> <laughs> For twice two two times the prayer yeah. prayers answered. Uh, right. two times zero 50% off
2: change. salvation at checkout. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Amen. Um man Amen. Amen. Mm.
0: Should we do some Christian rock
2: lyrics? I'd love to rock to the Christian lyrics, please.
0: Amen.
2: Amen. Amen can't you see you're not making christianity better you're just making rock and roll worse
0: so this song is called uh where forgiveness is by sidewalk prophets Mm. thought that i was right knew that you were wrong i chose the upper hand over open hands bitterness over understand Now there's room in my heart under lock and key. Now there's rooms in my heart under lock and key where I kept an honest love and all my trust from the hurt that happened to me. Now I'm letting go of anger, pride, and pain. I'm going back to the place where hope collides with grace again. Freedom's where forgiveness is. Why'd I wait so long to unlock these doors? Said I was safer there. Really, I was scared. Now I'm not afraid anymore. No, now I'm letting go of anger, pride, and pain. I'm going back to a place where hope collides, where grace, where with grace again, freedom's where forgiveness is. At first, these words were hard to say. Then my heart was healed, and my stories changed. <sighs> sometimes forgiveness does help. Sometimes, right. yeah. Sometimes, but sometimes. Um, making sure that other people are doing your part to make sure that other people don't have the same experience as you also helps.
2: It also just feels like you're you're forcing yourself to be walked all over by everybody. Yeah. Like you're just becoming a huge pushover for no reason other than like, well, I feel better because I'm forgiving everybody. Yeah. Like I have the moral superiority. It's like, but you don't. You don't. Yeah. You're just being abused and taken advantage of. And you just have to say like, okay, I'm fine with this. This yeah. is okay. Yeah, I mean there are situations where forgiveness like you said is okay yeah. I think there's situations where you can see the person who might have wronged you or the thing that wronged you has put in the work and the time and the effort in order to make some sort of change or facilitate a change Yeah, I think that's a great opportunity for forgiveness right because yeah. there's an accountability there's a self-awareness but as soon as it's just like forgiveness for the sake of forgiveness it just it feels very I don't know hollow
0: yeah exactly
2: and i prefer the
0: lyrics i just thought of this um to from matilda the musical the song is called naughty uh, written by um tim minchin Just because you find that life's not fair, it doesn't mean that you just have to grin and bear it. If you always take it on the chin and wear it, nothing will change. Even if you're little, you can do a lot. You mustn't let a little thing like little stop you. If you sit around and let them get on top, you might as well be saying, I think that it's okay and that's not right. And if it's not right, you have to put it right. Yeah. Let's put it right.
2: What a much better message.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Wow. Folks... Have a good day.
2: I love you all. Mm-hmm. Hopefully there'll be more episodes. This of- next episode <laughs> will be coming from jail. Yeah. <laughs> so there'll be bars on the screen. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, boy. Again, allegedly. Did I ever
0: say the word allegedly? Probably. I'll insert it in. <clears throat> yeah. Allegedly. Love you all. Bye. bye. Work, 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 sky moon. <laughs> bye, bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! And and then you just go like like that until it lines up. So, yeah, you want to line these ones.
2: Mm.
0: Oh, so I should have lined that up first because now I got to...